0: Hey, it's Sean Fennessy. We've got something special cooking on the Prestige TV podcast. I'll be recapping one of my favorite shows, HBO's Barry, every Sunday night with the writer-director star of the show, The Great Bill Hader. We'll talk about the show's wild twists and turns, its special brand of dark comedy, and how it all came together. So on Sunday nights, immediately after a new episode airs, you can hear Bill and I break it all down on the Prestige TV pod. Subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hello, friends, and welcome to this golf podcast. Unlike any other, oh yes, my friends, this is Fairway Roll! the golf podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. My birdie buddies, I am your starter, Joe House, and on the hot line joining me as is his way every week our pga tour correspondent on the ground nathan hubbard it's a wide open tee in front of us we're going to be talking about the mexican open which is a wide open venue so that makes sense let's throw a peg in the ground and get this thing rocking Nate
0: hey dog how you feeling buddy we knew Xander and Cantley were going to win that thing. We knew that it was going to create all sorts of dialogue between basically just you and me <laughs> about whether it even matters. But man, they did some ass kicking. The whole thing feels like a troll job. I mean, not to, <laughs> not
1: to, you know, it's, it's not a house centric universe. You know, it's, we live in a heliocentric universe, but. But in my universe, right. having those two guys, we literally said on this podcast a week ago, it would just make the most sense in the right. world. The cosmic karmic alignment of those two, you know, wind stealers, stealing, stealing accolades, going out. They stole and it. it. Well, except for they won wire to wire. They kicked ass. Yeah. They played great 59 together. 59
0: on Thursday. Yeah,
1: it's pretty good. And, you know, I, I was looking, I was um, highly motivated by one team's performance on Saturday. There was a 62 out there on Saturday <laughs> there by was. a team that with it, with the last name Hubbard involved, which was <laughs> a prominent thing, except they were bested by only one team in the entire field on Saturday. And that was Xander and Patrick.
0: Yeah. Which is, you yeah, know, a good day. they got hot. Now look. Yeah. They, they were, they were nine under 10 under. Team Hubbard Brem was ten under, and they ended up further off the lead than when they started. That just tells you what was going on in this tournament.
1: Sure. Uh, and Amanda was there with uh, charbroiled oysters, and you know, wonderful fare.
0: Look, I liked it. Looks great. Look. I think a few delicious. tweaks, this could be even more fun.
1: Well, the thing we want is women. We want women. We want the LPGA to get involved in some form or fashion, whether it's this event or some other event. That's one immediate tweak. It's low-hanging fruit. Make it happen powers that be. Um, yeah. but I it is worth noting and and Kyle Porter over at CBS did some contextualizing along these lines which which resonated with me, which is this this pairing of Cantlay and Xander, the comfort they have with each other and what this might mean for United States golf in upcoming team competitions. The Presidents Cup is right on the horizon. They, these guys had um, went two and zero in the twenty twenty one Ryder Cup together. They have they were they played in the t- two thousand and nineteen Presidents Cup. They went two and two in that. They played together in this tournament last year and they tied for eleventh. And then they played in this tournament together this year and one. They clearly have a comfort level. It's a good pairing. They're very. They they you know, Patrick said in the press conference afterwards. Um, we bring out the best in each other. I think we have proof of concept. It's good to have one team like squared away where you feel like, yes, I feel good. Put these guys together,
0: trot them out, and let them go do their thing, right? We might have three now. I, well Because between these guys, yeah. I mean, JT and Jordan are always going to play together, it feels like.
1: Oh, we're going to have more than three because I have a couple more for you. Please keep and, going. And, and, and we had Dustin and Colin. Yes, that's right. Those are three right there. I got another one for you. Tiger and Charlie? No. The second place finishers in this tournament, the solo second yeah. place, Sam Burns and Billy Horschel. Um, do you know what where where Billy Horschel is ranked at the moment in the official World Golf Rankings? Tell me. He is uh in the top fifteen of the official World Golf Rankings, and on uh the basis of Americans only, he is presently the ninth highest rated American. So by every measure he would, he's going to play in the president's cup, assuming he's healthy. And he's also in good standing right now. I mean, there's a lot of golf to be played between now and, and the Ryder cup next year, but um, he has not missed a cut since the U S open last year. This is Billy Horschel. He missed a cut at Tory last year and has not missed a cut since now he did withdraw from the players. After shooting Doesn't 70 count. 74, but you know if you if you withdraw, you't get the, you don't get a grade, so yeah I, I, I mean, he's just been playing very solid golf.
0: yeah, and, he, he got the win at the BMW that weirdly like mattered to him. I think it's <laughs> like cool not, I thought it was super cool. I mean, I say weirdly, like I don't think it would be that way for a lot of other players, but he it, it just like meant something to him, and I think he had a connection with those fans. But, I mean, we're talking about a guy who, in addition to that win, I guess we'll give him the second in Zurich. He's got a T2 at API, T6 in Phoenix. Yeah. He was definitely in the hunt at, uh, in Austin at, at the match play. Ends up, you know, however they finish it, he's a, he gets a top 10 there. Do we count the QBE shootout? T2 there? <laughs> T11 at Farmers? I mean, the, it's not just that he's making cuts, House. It's that besides the Masters where he was 43rd, and RBC where he was T21 because of the Sunday round, and the guy's been top 10ing, top 15ing out his backside. He's playing great golf.
1: That's how you get yourself in the top 15, top 20, of the official world golf rankings, and and a top 10 American. I mean, you take status. him over Tony
0: Finau right now.
1: Oh, sure. I mean, Finau's not in that conversation. He's not. I'm on I'm just the, saying, on this who list. else was
0: on the last team? He's he's gonna he's gonna. He's definitely not displacing, you know, a number of those guys. It's a competitive. He's lineup, ahead of Harris
1: right? English. He's ahead. He's of definitely ahead of Harris. Brooks Kepka. He's ahead of. Do you Bryson take him over Cap on the team? I'm just telling you where he stand, sits right now, right this second. Right, but He's who ahead would both you both really cut for
0: him? You'd cut Finau right now, and you'd cut Harris English. Yeah. Anybody else who's a cut to make space for Billy Ho? I,
1: I need to know um, what kind of health Bryson is in. I need to know well, what and, kind of... And Brooks, prices. for that matter. Well, that's right. That's right. It's always a question with Brooksie. Um, but, no, you know, fun tournament. Because Burns has got to come into that team, too. I, I, I'm i aware. And he's on this list. He's ahead of Horschel on this list. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's eighth. Yeah. Um. But that will be fun and exciting to look at come September. In the meantime... Give me your sort of favorite pairing that uh, exceeded your expectations or or met your expectations. Who did you like? I like the
0: pants on Lowry and Poulter. (laughs) I like that they matched up and did it. It was really fun to see Garrick Hago out there playing good golf. This is a guy who's going to be around for a bit. And, uh, hey, is it bad? Is it bad that I liked HV3 and Bubba together? No, no.
1: I mean, we, we, we love them. We talked about them. We have, yeah. you know, our, I, our I, questions about their goals and intentions we, as it relates we, to we, other we, things. But
0: We do. We do. But there at least seemed to be some real love there. I, I was disappointed in Cameron Smith and and Mark Leishman. I really thought we would get something from them. They they never really were in the full hunt, but their their Sunday round was pretty tough, and we just got to say it, Colin Morikawa, <laughs> just a guy. There we go. Well, it, it's with him Victor
1: and, Hovland and Hovland. I honestly think that Hovland needs um, some time away. I think he needs a break because of the chipping yips. No, because he's been playing a lot of golf. He was on a heater in the run-up to the Masters. Right. And then once again, he finished top 30 at the Masters. But it it continues to be the case, and this is I'm circling this for us to keep an eye on as the PGA Championship arrives, because it really does seem like a venue that he should be successful at. He has not fared any better than tied for 12th place in any major that he's played in and that tied for 12th was when he was an amateur at the Masters. So I'm just going to keep repeating it until he does until he actually
0: has a top 10 in a major. And so what must he do? You think he just needs rest?
1: Well, for right now, I mean, I, that that's if you're, you you want to be charitable about where he is cuz he was he had a string of top 10s um yeah. in in the run up to uh the Masters. Yeah. And then, you know, he he he's he's been sort of mediocre since
0: yeah yeah fourth at riv and second at api and ninth at players although i don't really know how to evaluate anybody at the players championship based on how that wind was swirling around it was just Uh, a good tenacious round by him that's all he's still he's still been super competitive i mean the guy the, the the thing that i just stare at every time we talk about him is he's 210th around the green he's losing almost a shot around the green and this is something that he's been overt about and talking about and working on and it's weird that it's not getting somewhat better
1: um yes except for he's super young and that is a skill where to me to me i think he gets with the right instructor under the right circumstances something clicks okay and, and he gets it fixed because of all all the talent and all the success. That he's had, he was low am at the Masters, low am at um, Pebble Beach, won the national championship. Um, you know, you know the U.S. the amateur, yeah. Uh, you know what was that four years ago now at Pebble, and so that confirms to you he has the basic foundation of a skill set. It is funny that his wins on tour have mostly been. In like those tropical environs, right, yeah, aren't those yep. all Two the Mexicos
0: wins? and a and a puerto rico and 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 he- did he win the hero which would make him deadly for this week by the way well, that's it, so how often do you get out of the sand and save par? do you think what percentage of the time save par
1: uh I'm usually yeah, so third shot on i I'm well under. I mean maybe I'd be lucky to if it's 20%.
0: Okay, he's at
1: 38%. <laughs> I I'm not I mean, you know, I I'm I'm a double digit handicap, so it it might this even what be I'm less saying. for me.
0: I mean, he's at 38%. I mean, you just if you got a course with a bunch of bunkers, you got to run away from Victor right now. This is a course with a bunch of of bunkers. I'm he's, here to tell you. He's he's not Bad from the rough. Honestly, he's like sixth in scrambling from the rough. It's the sand where he's just getting his ass kicked. <laughs> Are we going to give him a hard time? Well, I no, we can move on from Victor. The point he's not even playing this week, but I, I hear your point, which is he's got, it's time for him to compete in majors. It's time for him to win a big one. And there is a big part of his game that's holding him back, and you know, you'd know, you like to see him take the time to potentially... I mean, he doesn't need the money right now. He's making tons of money. And He's six in the world, for crying out loud. Yeah,
1: life. playing great. I mean, h- yeah. him and uh, Morikawa. They're, they're... But this
0: was disappointing this week. I mean, they, yeah. they had the problems that we thought they might, which is you know, great ball striking, but the course, was no layup. It was no, you know, it it was it was there was work to do out there, and in particular, as with all of designs like this one, you've got to be great around the greens, and and they just weren't.
1: So I I'm just
0: surprised.
1: You you mentioned some names. I thought for sure you would get at you know my my beloved um, Willie Zalatoris and steal yeah. that from me because I know that that uh, you you hold um Davis Riley in in very high regard uh who you know we saw finish second at balspar and tore it up on on corn ferry last year he's in that young gun vibe that i like he gets fedex cup points and i think he's is he now in the top 40 i think he is in fedex yeah i'm pretty sure that's true okay yeah i mean so watch out davis riley but I, I, I'm, I'm into the the that young gun vibe.
0: Yeah, I look. There was and some, they had ugly, some buzz. Yeah, there was a little bit of ugly putting, as there usually is. Uh, but it it was, it, they never were in full contention. No, so it's hard to you know. But they they played well off of each other. The 66
1: them... on Sunday in alternate yeah. shot with no bogeys. That's that's yeah. that's getting the job done.
0: I mean. Riley is 41st in FedEx right now. Okay. So I mean I that's why I asked. But I mean he's got 544 points that's usually the number if you if you circle it where, you know, he he's going to you, you got to get to about 550 and you're going to you're going to keep your card and he's he's there. Oh, the he's, and he's in shouting distance of, you know, the playoffs and everything else if he if he
1: has a couple more decent um, performances and maintains anything inside the top fifty. Legit yeah. shot of of advancing through the playoffs, which is just grabbing gigantic gobs of money, right? Yeah. Hey, hey, my eagle enthusiasts, let's talk about doing a little bit of gambling on the PGA Tour with our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Step up to the tee, my birdie buddies and take a swing at betting the PGA Tour on FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, this is a great deal. New customers can place their first PGA Tour bet risk-free. And if you don't win, you get up to $1,000 back. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time than right now to get in on the action. The app is crazy easy to use. My favorite aspect of the whole thing, there is an enormous range of betting options every single week on FanDuel. They get them up super fast. You can, of course, get down on outright winners, head-to-head matchups, but they also have terrific things like nationality props, so much more. When you win, you get paid fast. We did a great job during the Masters of exploring all of the markets that they had available on the FanDuel Sportsbook App. We created a couple special parlay bets. We had some fantastic boosts. We're doing it all season long because FanDuel does it all season long. Go low this summer and bet on the PGA Tour. Enjoy yourself. Sprinkle a little. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code Rolling to get your first bet risk-free, up to $1,000. Remember to use our promo code ROLLIN, R-O-L-L-I-N, to get this special offer today. FanDuel Sportsbook, official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Quick disclaimer, you have to be 21 and older and present in select states only. The first online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, 1 800 NEXT STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342. Call 1 800 GAMBLER, J-A-M-B-L-E-R, or visit fanduel.com slash RG if you are in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, or Virginia. In Connecticut, you can call one 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat, Z-H-A-T. In Indiana, 1-809-WITH-IT, W-I-T-H-I-T. In Louisiana, 1-877-770-STOP. In New York, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text Hope NY to 467 369. The Tennessee Red Line is 1 800 889 9789. In Wyoming, you can call 1 800 522 4700. Or if you are in West Virginia, you can visit www.1800gambler.net. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Evernorth Health Services. Costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and Evernorth is doing everything in their power to make that possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections I oh, think boy. it's now time for this week in the Kushner blood money tour. Oh, wait a minute. Blood money open. Cause it's not a tour. Let me, let's be clear. Great reporting by Bob Herrig. Bob Herrig has been the preeminent um, golf journalist by his book, by his book. He was, a you know, fairway rolling. Uh, uh, appearance was excellent. Tiger and Phil. Um, but Herrig's story yesterday that we're taping this, Tuesday, the 26th, he reported that 70 players from around the world have registered for the first event, um, which did is, you register? I, I mean, I would have if, if they uh, offered. Now, they have to decide who to let in because they're, they're only doing 48 spots.
0: Yeah, there's going to there's actually a cut at this thing.
1: What's interesting is, well, there's no cut because it's no cut. It's a cut before the cut, before the tournament. <laughs> right. It's a 54 hole right. old tournament, no cut. But, you know, um, last place gets a, a guaranteed $120,000, and first place gets a guaranteed $4 million effing dollars. And, you know, the interesting thing is... That you sound
0: like Greg Norman.
1: It is overseas and not, you know, uh, um, part of the... there's. Part of the tour. So it's obvious there's no reason for the PGA tour to withhold the requested exemptions, which was this was all sort of new news to me because the fact that they have pivoted the concept. So it's not a rival tour. It's just a series of events now. It's eight Mm -hmm. events that players from around the world can attempt to register for. And then they'll use their own selection criteria for the field of forty-eight that they intend to put out there, but because it's overseas, which means not domestic and it's not a rival tour, there is no precedent for the PGA tour to withhold approval of the players who have sought releases, which I thought was an interesting development. And maybe a little bit, I mean, we're calling this the Kushner blood money open. Is this, I ask you an Ivanka Trojan horse approach, to like, you know, create in the momentum that they intended. Like this was never their their um, stated goal in terms of the the format. And yet they no. might have landed on something where they're gonna get meaningful players. Players of some stature at the very first event.
0: What do you because think? Because they have 15 people inside the top hundred. Not committed? only that, I mean, but like former major winners.
1: Uh, but it's being reported. It's being reported. Olathabel? He is
0: a former major winner. Sam Snead? DJ Singh is a former major winner. Look, Nobody cares. This whole thing has been built by lawyers. They're just trying to find a way to get this thing into court. Because that's the only air cover that PGA Tour players will have at this point to really fully break off. Now, one of the things we should talk about is who just registered for the PGA and who is... registering registering for the U.S. Open because we may have a bit of a a comeback there, but Phil himself is registered for this first event, as his agent said, just to keep all options open. But it sure feels like that's a place he's going to go play. And I just would say the whole piece is geared to get the PGA into court. It's going to come. It's going to be 18 months of Non-stop yapping, you and I are going to have to regulate ourselves on this goddamn podcast uh, so that we don't over-speculate and get drawn into the, like, turn it into the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial.
1: <laughs> well, the, I don't, I'm not worried about that part. Revenge of it. poops. I'm interested in, in, um, I'm not that interested in the Phil aspect. Um, yeah. that really was you know, kind of the lead item when I was drawing up this week in Kushner blood money open notes. Um, but, yeah uh, you know, the, just the, the headline, the keeping all options open. Okay, buddy. Sure. Now it is somewhat interesting to me that Phil, and, and I haven't heard anything to the contrary. I still believe he's not playing in the PGA.
0: You do. Championship. I was going to ask you, do you still stand by that? But,
1: it would be a way if his intention is to go play in these um, Kushner events. Yeah. Go to the PGA championship where you're the defending champion. Yeah. Miss the cut wildly, but have the story cycle rinse and, you know, rinse it all the way through. Just get the first tournament out where he has to make an appearance and he has to talk and have a strategy for that and just have it all be over and done with it's equally reasonable that he would not do that, that he would go instead to play at the Centurion club on June the 9th and go do his talking at that event because ultimately his alignment, I believe is going to land with that project. Yeah. Um, and he's going to, you know, do the thing that he told us he intended to do. All along, and he's certainly paid whatever penance he's going he's intended to pay.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're in that moment, right? The Elon Musk buying Twitter, the sort of free speech, of course, some people are gonna take it way too far. It's already happening. Fine, but we're I you can sort of see Phil jumping on the wave of this hey, there's been a bunch of free speech that's been tapped down and I just said words and I'm being persecuted for that. And I think he's going to ride that wave back. I think he's going to come back sooner than you do. Uh, but either way, we're both in agreement that he's going to ultimately end up fulfilling this, you know, clear commitment that he has made
1: when you say and that he defended, when you say come back, what do you think he's coming back to?
0: I think he's going to play the PGA.
1: Yeah. So the interesting thing to me, and I think that's reasonable um, the reason that makes sense is it's the PGA of America. It's not the tour. So I don't see him doing anything that would have the effect of propping up the tour and his story, you know, all of the furor that he created through his own um, bungled strategy on this thing. Um, it's his story, which will run news cycles and there'll be tons of print and other media or whatever. And if he wants that shine to go somewhere right Right. if he wants that all of those words and all that momentum to go somewhere i bet he can hold his nose and live with the pga of america getting some of that secondary shine it's because it's not the tour um and then he doesn't have to deal with that when he goes over to the venue outside
0: of london in june Hmm. so it's not crazy i just I don't. I think he loved being the PGA champion, PGA champion at fifty so much. Yeah, fifty plus. That I, I just think he's gonna want to go back and do it.
1: It's reasonable, and I think he'll miss the cut. I mean, I can't wait to bet the miss the cut. Like whatever the odds are that we have to pay for him to miss the cut, I'm paying those odds because there's no way we're gonna get plus odds on 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 that. You know, we're gonna have to lay some juice for him yeah. to miss the cut. But I am. Absolutely all about it. I'm ready for this one. That's one one of my favorite ones. Circle it now.
0: Look, there's really two big purposes to this. The first is they're going to try to get into court, and the second is they're going to try to have so much fucking money going to people who the pros on the PGA Tour don't believe are worthy of that money that it incites a jealous rage that gets them on an airplane to fly across the Atlantic and maybe across you know, a bunch of other oceans, too, to go play this tour. That's that's the point of this.
1: It's not a tour, Nathan. But, uh, you, I mean, you tell uh, me. To your showcase. point. Showcase. To your point, like, Last Place gets $120,000. Isn't $120,000 meaningful for tour players?
0: Not if it cuts, you know, if you've cut your nose off despite your face and you can't go compete in more than, you know, six, eight tournaments a year and at some point, you're going to be low man on the totem pole. Somebody better than you is going to come show up and kick you out. Then you have torched the bridge back to the one of the tours that you know the PGA Tour and DP World Tour are involved in, and you made one hundred twenty thousand dollars. When if you had just stayed, you could have made you know a couple million bucks over the course of a couple of years. But it will hinge on how
1: the lawsuit goes. Well, the lawsuit. We're not. I don't think it's going to be ripe until the first domestic event, which is in Oregon, uh, in I
0: think pumpkin Ridge.
1: Yes. In, in, in July, okay. uh, that's, that's when, because they, they, you know, the, the tour would have to do something extraordinary to turn down applications for this event based on its, its, um, prior precedent the thing that they have not permitted is releases for domestic tournament tournaments that are being played opposite, um, their own events. So that's where this lawsuit, so it ripens up in July and I guess we'll just see what happens then.
0: Fuck everything. Can we just enjoy golf? That's
1: enough for this week in, in Kushner blood money, uh, open. I'm sure there'll be new news next week and we'll, um, track that as well. Uh, but there is connective tissue. Greg Norman, the commissioner of the Kushner Blood Money Tour. Is the
0: architect
1: Is, of the course this week. Yes. Vedanta Bayarta. Vedanta Bayarta. I think I'm saying it right. I feel like I'm saying it right. Oh, I definitely think you are. Um, Not. Right. <laughs> Somebody can come correct us. Before we do our quick preview on this event, um, did you watch the 30 for 30 on Greg Norman? Have you had a chance to catch that yet?
0: Yes. As have I. What did you think? There are a lot of shots of his dorsal fin.
1: <laughs> it's a big one. Good for him. We should <laughs> all be so lucky.
0: Man. Yeah. I guess I would have a giant, huge bust of myself right in the foyer of my house, too.
1: Yes. Why Why? Why not?
0: Um, monuments to did, your monuments. Did
1: you learn anything? Or were you reminded of anything that you forgot? You know how how did he come off to you?
0: It feels consistent with the behavior that we're seeing in public right now. It feels uh like a series of mental gymnastics to justify uh, a a a result that others would view as unfavorable. but I also think that's probably what's made him very successful in other parts of his life is that his Ability to compartmentalize, uh, and spin and bend a reality to some part of his id or ego is is fairly unprecedented.
1: I forgot beyond the most famous ins and 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 sand saves and whatever the things that happened to him at majors. I forgot about the sort of regular way tour events like the the sheer volume of occasions on which he lost golf tournaments because other guys did things crazy that stuff. by odds wise are like one in, you know, a, a thousand considering the circumstances like Robert Gomez hitting it into the hole from the fairway yeah. <laughs> at, uh, was that at Doral? I think so. It's just fucking unbelievable. Like, you yeah. know, the, the Larry Mize chip, when you like really seriously Put thing, and we were just at the Masters, so I, it was easier for me to, like, sort of process. I've seen it a billion times right. on television. But, like, going through this, like, it's it's stunning in the first place what a miss his, his approach shot was. Yes. And then, like, what other conclusion can you draw other than the golf gods being against you
0: for a chip-in did like that? It, did it make you feel sorry for him? No.
1: Not really. because he aided and abetted those situations in every instance. He had yeah. um, so many opportunities to win those golf tournaments outright. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I, the thing, the shot for me, that will always be the, the, the defining shot when it comes to the masters is him standing in the fairway in 1986 in the middle of 18 with an opportunity to make par, to force a playoff. And he blows a motherfucker dead right. Like flay, flay, splay, push, whatever you want to say way up into the crowd. Like the portion of the crowd where we were standing and watching Tiger yes. on yeah. Thursday up that way up that right side. Not good to come be on, bro. Come on. That's like, you know, so not going out and taking the opportunities that were in front of you. And Costas kind of said it. It's like. Well, yes, those bad things did happen to you, but you also shot 40 on the back nine of the Masters, you know? Right. Like so, in any event, um, I thought it was well done. I enjoyed it. Me too. On to his golf
0: course in Mexico. Have you played many Greg Norman design courses? I haven't played a ton. This one is feeling everything down there is brand new. The greens are nice. The course overall, the reports are it's not that hard. I mean, I, they've it's 74 almost 7500 yards playing as a 71 par 71 but it it, it there's it, it's not playing that difficult there's some places where you can definitely get into trouble uh but other than that report we don't know shit about this golf course there's there's no course
1: history there's no we performance seen we haven't seen it in competition and all the best we can do is try and draw corollaries to other Norman designs and the guys who have performed well yeah. on those designs. On past yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, but that, 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 that slow, heavily textured, I just played it my own self down at, uh, Punta Cana.
0: Yeah. At Punta Cana. Now let's be clear. This is one of those weeks where if you're paying attention, we like these weeks. I, I we do like these, these weaker diluted fields where, you know, inexplicably Rom shows up and, you know, there's some local stories. We got answer. We got Ortiz, but boy, uh, there are a few players in here who you can jump on for maybe not wins, but maybe top tens, top twenties that feel really good. If you're paying attention where the large portion of the golf better the golf betting public.
1: Yeah. I liked it. I like what you did there
0: is unaware and you can put yourself at an advantage. Well,
1: will start naming names. I mean, uh, in, in the first place, you know, a name that keeps popping up and, and we have a standing policy here at fairway rolling, but a lot of the, you know, sharper guys that we sort of track, they, they're a little bit enamored of a gentleman named Mark Hubbard this week. Why would you do that to me? I don't, I'm just telling you that that's something that I observed out there. The name showing up. He had, you know, uh, many people are
0: saying, Many people are saying, and
1: it's because he's putting well. And it's because he he's playing well.
0: He, he, it, 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 it's because yeah. he's playing some of the best golf that he's played. And his, resorts, his results on the Corn Fairy Tour starts, he's got top 10s and a top 15. He uh, has been playing, you know, they, they played well last time. He shot nine under on his own ball on Saturday. All we're
1: doing is making an observation about, you know, a, a, a state of play. That's all.
0: So don't fuck it up. We didn't
1: do anything just talking, you know, good play deserves recognition that, that yeah, that's one of our rules here. Yeah. We're not well, doing anything. Uh, it's not actionable. We just, could be
0: in, we could be in, in, in place for a good week, but you know, that's the way, that's the way it normally feels. I, I, I like the way the swing look, it's balanced it's playing good golf and let's just see how that goes. Moving on very quickly, you asshole to, uh, Brian Stewart. I knew it. I knew you were going to do it. I, I wrote down notes for him even. Yeah, well, so look, uh, the guy had a T7 at your beloved Punta Cana. Indeed. Uh, so he knows how to put on pass palm. This guy makes an inordinate number of 20 to 35 foot putts. It's how he stays on tour. But he's got a T21 at Zurich with his partner last week, a T9 at Honda, T16 at Valspar, this is the kind of tournament that keeps Brian Stewart on tour because he nails a, a win, gets a two-year exemption. He he's got a little bit of 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 Jimmy Herman in him in that way. Okay, although he's I think he's a little bit more consistent from week to week. Uh, lovely guy, even though he he doesn't always flash his smile on. <laughs> On, on the on the course. But this is the kind of week where you go, oh, Brian Stewart, of course, he's going to be hanging around the top 10.
1: Well, I think it's the case in addition to um, the good results you mentioned, he's played pretty well at Mayakoba, the El Cameleon, yes. which is another Greg Norman design. It happens to be in Mexico. So that yes. aspect of it appeals. He finished 27th this past year. I think he's finished runner up at at Mayakoba. Uh He knows how to play the course. And and he he um just finished Strokes gained approach wise at the Heritage in South Carolina. He was inside the top 10 on Strokes gained approach. So like, you know, enough of that combination of comfort comfort in the environs plus good form. Okay. We're on a little Brian Stewart. You gave a name, so I'll give a name. I like you know, this smart people out there that we um, follow keep seeing Aaron Wise pop up. Yeah. And he's popping up because um, he has uh, demonstrated some success on past Palom Greens. Um, his ball striking's good. I'm going to confess right now. I detest yes. his putter. I detest that long putter that looks like it's taller than him. Okay. Um, he is 144th in strokes gained putting. Um, which is why he only has, you know, two top 10 finishes thus far, but he's solo second at Mayakoba in 2020. And you know, that, that's kind of his strokes gain T to green, his greens in regulation. Both of those are in the top 30. His birdie average is down because he doesn't have, he's not putting well enough, but you know, the, the. Reputation of of guys who putt well on this particular texture of, of green, you get to hit the ball a little bit harder. That can help a guy that's not putting well. So a little Aaron Wise love.
0: I mean, it's hard. It's hard to hate. Also, if I told please, if I told you there's a guy who has made about two thirds of his cuts, he's made almost seventeen million dollars on tour. He has this season a T2, a T3, and a T7. He's ranked 27th in the FedEx Cup right now. Would you be interested in something like that?
1: I I most certainly would. Please.
0: If I told you that he has momentum because last week he finished T10 with a partner who maybe wasn't bringing it in the same way that he was, would you be interested in that? Please continue. Yes if I told you that he has never fricking won on tour, my goodness, would you still be interested in Cameron Tringali? Um, he's a
1: classic top 20 play. You know what I mean? That's true. I learned my lesson with him. He was playing well in the fall into the, um, first part of the season. Right. And I had him in either a make the cut parlay or a top 20 parlay one of the ones we designed with our good friends at, at FanDuel with that had a little boost in it. I think it was a make the cut and yeah. he went out and at the Genesis and, and P- promptly it out. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah. Well, or maybe it was a Tory. It might've been at Farmers. I think it was, a, it was a Tory. He missed the cut.
0: Look, he, he's T12 at RBC T10 last week with a partner for sure, but he was T13 at Genesis. So, I mean, the guy T3 at Farmers, he's playing really, if there's a, Tournament that this guy can and should win, if he's ever going to win a golf tournament, this is it. I mean, he's been on the Ironman. He's going to go down with a record for having won the most money on tour without a victory. I-, I think this could be a week for him to break this curse, finally. Is it the curse? Well, no, it's not.
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: uh, $16.745 million is not a
1: curse. I'd like to see him play well. Um, any vibes on Tony Fee now, where he be now?
0: Do you have any vibes? Has it been remotely interesting this year? What's happening?
1: He he's he's a little all over the place, uh, I'll confess. Now it does feel like because this is just one of those things where
0: I just don't uh, like it at 21 to one.
1: I know that there's 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 no value. That that there's no value on any player that that um, you know, wh- you, you can't touch Rom. And when he's been in these positions before, he has not played great. He doesn't. Mm-mm. When he's when he's super low odds, that they're, they're, their track record is. How do you great. feel about the Mexicans? Um, a lot of pressure. Yes, I I always like Sebastian Munoz in these. Well, he's not Mexican. Oh, uh, who who was I looking at? Hold on, Carlos Ortiz. Hey. Yeah, my my fault. Apologies to the Munoz family. Yeah. And and all of the great Mexican people, I love. I, Ven-
0: Munoz is Venezuelan, but he's he's comfortable in this course. But I I like where you're going with Ortiz. Ortiz is fifty to one. That's that's
1: my kind of guy. because Abe answer is going to take all of the
0: all the bullets this yeah, week. Yeah,
1: that's exactly right. That that's the where, pressure bullets. And he and he hasn't been um great lately.
0: Abe no, Anser. he hasn't. He hasn't. And and I mean his brother, his brother. I think Ortiz's brother's out here. Playing this week at at <laughs> at five hundred to one. So, uh, if you're going to pick an Ortiz brother, you go with Carlos. That's for sure.
1: Um, how about uh, guys at prices that that you like?
0: I like I like Matt Jones. Okay, I like I like Matt Jones. I know it's not perfect, but I like Matt Jones. He was T two at Valero. He's fifth in shots gained around the green this year. Uh, you know, 46 to one. That's maybe an area in which you'd think about about taking a guy to, to potentially win just to be safe. House, Cameron Champ is a two-time PGA Tour winner. He was T10 at the Masters. He's finally healthy. We saw him play a little bit there. He's thirty-six to one right now. Kevin Streelman is ahead of him. There aren't that many guys in this tournament who know how to win.
1: This is pretty good. This is pretty good. I. This is a Cam Champ win kind of tournament for sure.
0: Exactly. He that- won. You know, he won in Napa. That's that. Th- this is like Napa, but but even lighter in terms of the field.
1: Well, yeah. I I just. I don't have a strong feeling for him in
0: these um semi-tropical cuz it's going to be hot and dry and windy. He's first in driving distance on tour. Like he's finally hitting it the way that he can. He finished tied for 10th at the Masters. Like That's what I'm it was telling you. The quietest you. thing
1: uh yes. you know that 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 ever occurred. This is the, it's the same um kind of concept as to why I wanted I mentioned Tony Finau. Do you, do you realize yeah. that that he is um, the most recent winner in this field? Um Tony
0: Finau is.
1: Yes. Oof. Because he won that that playoff event. Yep. Last yep. year and nobody else in this field in the FedEx Cup. Yep. Yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: But so what does that make you feel about Gary Woodland because if we blinded the names, same thing. And I told you that the fourth best player in the field is sitting there at 21 to one. If I told you that coming in, he had a T5 at Honda and API, yeah. the, play, the players, who cares? It was windy as hell. A T21 at Valspar, T8 at Valero. Okay, he missed the cut at the Masters. But he's second in approach from 225 to 250 on a somewhat longer course he's ninth and approach from hundred to 125, So his wedges are dialed in addition to the long irons right now. And the guy knows how to win. He's won a major uh, 21 to one. If that was DJ, you'd take it.
1: I really like Woodland. I'm going to definitely bet him to finish in the top 20. I'm going to, I'll probably do some top 10 for Gary Woodland. Also, everything that you you're, you're describing is, uh, you know, that's the kind of framework. Do you
0: like plus 115 to top 20?
1: Yes, I do. For I Gary. like plus odds for Gary Woodland to top 20 in this event. I do. I think the form is there, um, and I think that's a fair price for, for, for that okay. play.
0: Okay. What about plus 270 to top 10?
1: I'm going to do a tiny bit. Yeah, like a quarter of a unit kind of thing. Half a okay. unit on top 20, quarter unit on, on top 10. Okay. And then you can what always else? live bet. this whole, This whole situation sets up for a live bet. And it does. it's, it, it, to me is a tiny bit like the heritage where I want to see a couple rounds and just sort of see what names are in, you know, hovering, Fair enough. hovering Fair around enough. out there. Um, any long shot guys that you're looking at?
0: I'm looking at Dylan Wu. Okay. 120 to one. Uh, last week he played very, very well finished with Justin Lauer had his first top 10 last week. Somebody was fueling that group. I watched Lauer. I mean, they four putt from three feet. Uh, and I don't know. I'm going to blame Lauer for it.
1: <laughs> I uh, might do a tiny bit on a hundred to one guy Who? by the name of Tyler Duncan. Okay. Back to back top 20s. Uh, now, you know, the w- one of them was, was in the team event at, at Zurich, but inside the top 20 at um, RBC Heritage, not a gigantic hitter of the golf ball but accurate right. like very solid accuracy wise so just a tiny play on somebody at you know kind of cra- at crazy long odds Th- these this is the tournament these are the kinds of tournaments where it's a long odds kind of guy so go ahead and and you know uh you know what i asked you about um track record for cam champ as we're sort of going through this um, because I was reminded as I was looking at my Tyler Duncan, uh, notes, Tyler Duncan, um, one down at, uh, the RSM at sea mm-hmm. Island and, um, has finished in the top three at Punta Cana, which is did the case for, yeah, he tied for 12th at the RBC heritage, Tyler Duncan. Okay. So the, I mean, okay. I de- just like, you know, and, and I'm seeing in between 101, 125 to one, um, the Cam Champ thing—I asked, you know, what do we have for him in any kind of corollary conditions? He has a T a, a, a ten at Mayakoba, he, and he's plus one ninety to top twenty. Oh, oh, we're yeah, we're on Cam Champ this week. We're on, we're on him because he's also got a top ten down at Sea Island and uh-huh. a tied for eleventh at um, in in Hawaii. So we're 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 good like with this. I just wanted a little bit of confirmation about being away from from the mainland. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I get okay.
1: It. Okay. So we have a nice list here. We have Brian Stewart. We have Aaron Wise. We have Tyler Duncan. We have Cam Champ. We have Cameron Tringale, and we have Gary we're not Woodland. Betting,
0: we're not betting Mark Hubbard plus two sixty to top twenty. Nah, nah, nah,
1: nah, nah. I, we don't bet Mark Hubbard because we love Mark Hubbard. I, you know, we just. Every, everything that, that um, we would stand to, to, to win by actually placing money on, on his fortunes, I'd rather just celebrate by drinking giant tequilas together the next time yes. we're all you know just convened. That's the right yes. way to, to, to handle all Agreed. Mark Hubbard action here on Fairway Rolling. Agreed. Nate Dog. we've done it. We're down to Mexico. It'll look great. It's spring here on the East Coast. I've been playing a, an F-ton of golf lately. I was just down uh, outside of Roanoke at the in the Dormy Network. I played a, a joint called Ballyhack, very Ooh. cool, like this, Did you this hack sort of around foothill. Ballyhack? I mean, it. I, I had mixed results because I'm at the point in my season where I am. I want to play well in a tournament um, in mid-May, so I don't okay. want to be firing, you know, all all my rounds in the 70s right now. Um, as a double digit handicap, I
0: get it. <laughs> but yeah, it felt good. To, it felt good to see uh, the LPGA on Wilshire, didn't it? That was awesome. How many did you? How many rounds did you get to go check out? I I did not get to go check out any rounds. Oh, I, but there was I a picture that watch put put up. Okay, I, I thought it looked
1: great. It looked great, and you know what a what an absolute classic, um, Wil, Wilshire is, and and oh, that's what you did. You you took the poor young lady who hit it in the baranca. And tried yes. to hit it out of there. It was a, it was
0: co, right? You and I know very well.
1: <laughs> I didn't try to hit it out. I, I knew to just to don't take the L. I try to
0: hit out of, the I baranca. took the L. I knew. Just drop out of the Barranca. <laughs> that was some Vandeveld shit. We could have talked her out of it. We've been there.
1: We would have yelled at her. Don't do that. You uh, crazy?
0: God. We should have gone. I would have stopped her.
1: You would have stopped her. All right, buddy. We're back next week. Um, It'll be interesting. We'll have the results of this Mexico tournament. We'll be previewing the tournament here in the Washington, D.C. area at uh, TPC, at whatever, Potomac, Avenel Farm. They came up with some crazy name. It's just Avenel. Yeah. We're in Avenel a week from now. So that'll be fun to talk about because you and I have both played that course a billion times.
0: It is in our home.
1: In our home. Right. We'll leave it at that. All right, birdie buddies, par-saving pals, Eagles enthusiasts, that's all we got for you this week. Until next week, please, let's all hit them straight out there.